0: Foundation of Com.
1: Standalone wrestling, it's going to be coming to Norwich, Connecticut.
0: Definitely looking forward to debuting in Connecticut. It's our first time up there. There's a Kalisto meet and greet, which you get to meet him and you get a front row. That's 50. There's a front row for 30 and there's also a VIP white glove upgrade, which is a picture in the ring with our ring announcer and one standalone roster count, which is 35. So we have all different prices and then we go down to a $20 GA as well. So again, there's something for everybody as far the price structure goes to so work with a group called vet ticks where we give free tickets away to the vets and their families connecticut will be one well if you want to laugh you know the, the person who's in that family that likes the comedy stuff is going to like that if you want to see john wayne murdoch and like some hardcore spots and you're into that type of thing you're going to get that You know, if you want to see women's wrestling, you're going to get some of that. You know, so a a great mixture of, you know, seven to nine matches to give a value for everybody and then to also give them something that they want to come back and see again.
2: Anybody that's in the Connecticut area watching this, go out and support this $20 GA ticket, $30 front row ticket, and you also have VIP upgrades. Check out the website, check out the interview.
1: Davey Richards, I see TJ Perkins, Marco Stunt, but you also have guys like Bob Backlund who's going to be there.
2: If
3: you're anywhere near the Norwich area on May 20th, 21st You're going to want to check that out. Standalone wrestling. Some one hell of a card. Marco's stunt on the card. You have Nyla Rose. John Silver. You've got...
2: Kalisto for the meet and greet.
3: If you don't think kids are going to want to see this masked wrestler, get your tickets early. Get the VIP package. Get your photo, your autographs. Line it up and let's knock this out of the park at Pistol Pizza in Norway.
2: $50 VIP. $30 front row. $20 general admission. Check them out at foundationofwrestling.eventbrite.com or just Check out our recent interview with Chad Minnis and go to that Pistol Pete show because if we don't pack out Pistol Pete's, the chances of him coming back to this area very low. And especially look at the quality of that card. You got TJP, Matt Tremont, John Wayne Murdoch, one of the up and comers on IWTV. And this is going to be an IWTV pay-per-view.
1: Pro Wrestling Ball. 35 short stories including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm, along with 300 photos from the independent scene, taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or landsbychance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling? comedy and combat sports then we have the podcast for you because we cover that and much much more
3: do you like to debate with your friends do we have the perfect segment for you it's the Five Three One, where we take any given subject break it down to a top five from there we debate it down to three and then into that number one spot if you want to get a hold of us
2: find us on our social media search working fans podcast on any major social media platform And if you wanna find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform, as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast, we put in the work so you don't have to
1: working fans combat cast it's the man they call dave with cheva rooney we're going to talk some more combat sports very busy combat sports this past weekend chevy what's coming up for future episodes
4: may 7th we got the big ufc 274 olivera versus gaichi we're all super excited for that card. it's going to be a banger then on may 14th we're going to be previewing ufc fight night blakovich versus Rakic. And then later on in the month, May 21st, UFC Fight Night, home versus Vieira.
1: All right, got some good stuff coming up, especially when we get to that pay-per-view there. So many good bangers on that card. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about this past weekend. Before we get into the UFC, why don't we start off a little boxing? Tyson Fury successfully defended the world title. I think it's the WBC world champion. And then he's the recognized linear world champion as a guy who basically linear means like he's the guy that beat the guy essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes in boxing, you know, titles might get stripped to somebody and someone else will get a championship. So as far as if you date the heritage back to like the original boxing champion, it still gets split up a little bit here or there. But Tyson Fury is to recognize the guy. We were talking about this. And I had a, like a little stomach bug that day. I ended up, But from what I saw, it looked like a pretty dominant performance by Fury. I thought White was okay maybe in the first round doing White. But I thought, you know, Fury looked like he was going to win this. And then round six, he hits, hits a beautiful uppercut. The yeah. I think I've said it before on this podcast. Tyson Fury is really the guy that kind of got me reinvigorated with boxing. His trilogy with Dante Wilder, just fantastic. Great stuff. And I'm excited to see what the future holds for him. He's talking about retirement. Man, I think he's probably going to have at least one, two more big boxing fights in him. You never know, but I wouldn't be surprised. But I think he's going to take time away, is my guess. But I do think at some point, we're going to get something with him and Nagano. Because I think they both want it. The yeah. I think Nagano is going to be available. Nagano jumped in the ring. Afterwards, you saw Fury was already kind of messing with him, asking if he had like a big wang or something, and kind of grabbing at him. <laughs> you know, Nagano looked a little awkward. You know, Nagano's a gentleman. You don't really see him. He doesn't do that
4: English stuff. is not his first
1: language either. Right, right.
4: Especially Tyson Fury's form of gypsy yeah. English or whatever. Right.
1: That, and then also, I know like he had mentioned his press conference that he might be interested in SummerSlam and Drew McIntyre, and that's it about to go talk to Vince and the boys. But there's a lot of money to be made there, too. Too. And it's not actually Summerslam, but WWE does have a big pay per view in September. It's coming over to the UK area for the first time in a long, long time. I gotta imagine he'd be big box office for that. You try See, to get that, yeah. He so I, I'd say they try to lock him up for something, and they start doing something with him. He takes a little time off for that. I bet he does the thing with Nagano. I do hope it's a hybrid rules type thing that they're talking about. That could make it interesting. Still got to favor the hell out of Fury, especially if it's going to be predominantly boxing. They're talking about MMA gloves that doesn't really do it for me. I mean, yeah, that to me that's like yes, Nagano has a better chance of knocking him out because you know smaller gloves, but that also means that Tyson's punches and accurate punches are going to hit a little more effective too. I hope we do a and I'm talking about, but I'm going to give you a chance. To, but I, I honestly, I hope we do a like a, a hybrid. One round is boxing, and maybe the next round is like. Certain. maybe, maybe you can't wrestle, but maybe you can leg like, kick, or you know what I mean. Maybe we can just mix it up and do elbows, something. maybe
4: like boxing some el- with some elbows, or yes, some like clinch work, you know, or they don't break up clinches or something like that. Which I think Tyson might be okay in the clinch, you know, right. as as far as having control, but. Yeah, I agree. A straight boxing match, not going to go well for Nganu. No.
1: So what did you think of the fight? And what do you think are possibly the future brands of Tyson Fury?
4: I mean, Fury is the best, obviously. White just couldn't get inside and land anything on Tyson. And every time he got inside, Tyson clinched him. And then Tyson was just working him from range. So that's about how I thought the fight was going to go. I think I even said I thought he was going to knock him out in the six. So yeah. uh, I was glad to see that he had Nganu come into the range ring and talk about a fight and hype him up as far as him staying retired i i don't know you know He's a interesting person, so he could be on that Khabib mindset where he's, he just thinks he's done enough and he made a promise to his wife, he said, and he's going to keep his promise. I don't know. I think if, you know, someone like a Joshua or something proves themselves worthy of a return, you could see him come back for like you said, one or two more, which I hope we do. You know, he's far from done. He's oh. still got all the skills in the world, so I don't think anyone beats him.
1: No, I, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. I'm hoping Joshua proves to be dominant wins maybe gets another couple wins and then that's a big i mean especially fury if he's taking time off if he does something with wwe and then he does something with francis nagano and successful or not like he's all in these different platforms and he's putting on this bigger spotlight on him building his brand and then we do a fight with a red hot anthony joshua in that uk crowd i mean that's where the big money would be for boxing i think
4: absolutely i agree
1: 100 so just a couple bellator notes Liz Carmouche won the women's flyweight championship. Uh Yeah, a bit of a questionable stoppage. You know, I think she's four, five, and zero in Bellator. Had a pretty good run so far, and then she got this opportunity. It was a fight that she had won around here or there, but I think she was kind of starting to lose the fight a little bit against Juliana Vas- Vasquez. Vas- Vas- Vasquez, excuse me. And she got a crucifix position, but it was she wasn't landing super effective shots, from what I understand. And then referee just called it and. She's a champ. I don't know if you got to see this at all or any highlights or anything, but I
4: finish. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what did it look like to you? Like earlier?
4: I mean, she wasn't going to get out of that crucifix. I, I don't know how much time was left, but I think I it was, believe it was pretty close to the end of the round. That's the right. Thing,
1: right. Yeah. So,
4: so I mean, Yeah, the shots weren't super heavy. She didn't look like she was wearing too much damage or anything. But from the clip that I saw, I think in a title fight, I know the rules shouldn't be any different. But in a title fight, you let her fight it out. There's only a few seconds left, you know, let her go out unconscious if she has to. But I know that's... I feel yeah. kind of icky saying that, but I, I, I don't I think don't she want was to in... see people get brain damage, but also.
1: Yeah. It also didn't look like uh, from my she was really in danger of being unconscious either. Right.
0: I don't uh... think
4: so either, but if you don't well. want that stoppage, I guess you have to do everything you can do to not get caught in a cru- crucifix position. Cause right. you know, if you're in that spot, you're in danger and, and the ref knows you're in danger and they could stop it at any minute. So yeah, you know, ultimately those are the rules of the sport that we're talking about. And unfortunately for her,
1: she lost so yeah made it a little sour but I have to say too, there's a part of me Liz Carmoose has kind of been around for a while and I was kind of happy to see her get a a moment like this I thought pretty cool from one of the people who basically headlined one half of that first ever UFC women's bantamweight main event with Ronda Rousey she was the other half of that so Mm -hmm. then we had another card Chris Cyborg successfully defended the women's featherweight belt no big surprise there she's talking maybe doing some boxing or something in the future always been on her radar i think Mm -hmm. her problem is she's just a big fish in a little pond still with exception of maybe amanda nunez there's very few fights out there that they're going to really be like god we got to see cyborg in so like she's the attraction you know? But he talked
4: about, you know, a crossover between Bella Turner and PFL with right. the Kayla Harrison thing. So, I mean, I would love to see that. So, yeah. but you're right outside of Amanda Nunez and Kayla Harrison, Harrison. I was like, there's not too many fights I want to see. Yeah. Who was Kat Zingana? Like,
1: that's a would be one. Yeah, yeah. like that's pretty I much. I think she talked about that too. Like, that's on her radar. Other than that, Yancy Medeiros, I saw I made his Bell Tour debut. Happy for him. Successful victory. A couple Bannon weights moving on in the Grand Prix. Patchy Mix defeated Horiguchi. So, that's a big win right there. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm saying this name right. Rafian Stotts. Got the victory over Juan Archuleta. Stotts is basically a pretty good prospect. I think he's only got one loss. Yeah, and it's to Marab, and that right. was on that Dana White looking for a fight series where Marab actually caught him with a spinning back fist, which is not really Marab's style. So you know, like that's his one loss, and other than that, this guy has never been defeated, and it looks like he is one, two, three, four. Now he's five and zero in Bellator. And this guy's also been a NCWA 2 division champion out of Nebraska, NCWA 2 All American. So, yeah, I could see uh, this guy might have a good future. He might be on a radar eventually. I think that's it for Bellator notes here, Tyson Fury. We could talk about this past weekend's UFC card, too. What were some of the fights you saw? I believe we started off with Tyson Pedro, right?
4: Tyson Pedro versus Isaac Villanueva was the first fight I wanted to highlight. So Villanueva came out with his 18-year-old son in his corner. I'm a huge Tyson Pedro fan. He's been out for, Paul, oh, two or three years or something like that with numerous injuries. He was on quite a tear before that, and then he had a few losses and then a bunch of injuries. So it was emotional for him to get back in there. He beat the shit out of Isaac in front of his son, which was a little bit sad. A little bit a little bit depressing to see, but he just outboxed him at range. And then he was landing just a few leg kicks, but they were very effective. And finally, one hurt Isaac so bad he had to go down to his butt and then Tyson uppercutted him while he was sitting down and KO'd him hopefully Villanueva doesn't get cut after that I think this is two losses in a row or he doesn't have very many fights in the UFC, but tough matchup I think and good to see Tyson Pedro back in the wing column back in the octagon I hope he can keep that going Last
1: time he fought was in December of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And on that same night, Fury and Wilder fought their first fight in that draw. We a actually lost long time at ago. Arugas. <laughs> a restaurant near us. It isn't all no idea. longer near us. And he looked good. I saw some of this afterwards. I got to watch. And he looked smooth. He looked like a really good striker. He really improved his striking game, I thought, too, like you said. So all around, just great performance. Nice and Pedro. All right. What about this next fight? On Did you see this one? The headline to prelims?
4: Yeah, Sergey and Dwight. Yes. Can't pronounce the guy's name. Sergei Kondoskov Kandos, Kandosko yeah. versus Dwight Grant. So I'm pretty sure Dwight Grant fights. Well, I could be wrong, but I think, oh man, I can't remember his name now. Great coach, but also a UFC fighter. He had a beef with Alpha Male? No, with Joaquin Buckley. I can't think of his name. But anyway, Dwight Grant is, he's a prospect. He's powerful. He's quick on his feet. Sergey, I think, has also had injury problems. He was out for a little while, but they had a pretty back and forth fight, pretty good war. And Sergey clipped Dwight in the second round and TKO'd him. But that was maybe fight of the night for me.
1: Okay. I did that. What ended up getting Friday night? Actually, that, yeah, I'm
4: not sure what actually got. It
1: Friday was that one. <laughs> actually, yeah, they did that, get Friday night. there you go. Made <laughs> so, sense. It
4: was very you know, back and forth, like I said.
1: Very good. And then we kicked off the main card. Mark Andre Barit, I believe he's a French Canadian. Mark Andre Barrio, I think it
4: Barrio. is because okay. I think he's French Canadian. he's uh, Jordan Barrio. Wright? You know Jordan Wright, the Beverly Hills Ninja.
1: Yes. It's looks like okay. he got a guillotine choke though
4: yeah yeah his ground <laughs> game needs some work for sure i think he either gets a finish or gets finished in every single fight i don't know if yes. he's ever been a decision
1: no i that's one of the stats they talked about before this fight yeah
4: i'm a fan of him but mark andre looked very good and he took advantage of jordan's poor ground game and got the win with a guillotine choke like you said looked really good
1: and then we had charles judain with a guillotine choke over lando venada from what i understand and just listening to you here venata was looking sharp and basically they they both i think caught each other at different times and basically uh, Judane just had really good little guillotine caught on him and he was super sharp on the ground and it was just his day but i understand even people like bisping are telling to hang in there like you have the skills to do this and be a champion
4: right he does seem to just be unlucky you know he looks good in every fight and then something happens or he gets caught in something or clipped and you know or just outpointed. but yeah he's super tough he's a his fights are exciting i think that he's just unlucky really
1: yeah i'm curious i mean we'll see where it goes he's always seems to be in the mix i i feel like he's one of those guys that he's a lot better than what his record would indicate
4: yeah i agree 100
1: you called this one macy Barber comes back maybe even more impressive than you thought it's super it looked like i got to watch this one she looked to me like she just kind of like was just an all-around better fighter here like i thought she got a very solid unanimous decision over montana de la rosa how did you see this one
4: yeah i think she like you said she looked great she's just been growing like leaps and bounds really like developing her skills because she's a young prospect still she's one of the youngest i think maybe the second youngest female fighter on the roster but yeah she's developing and very quickly big jumps in each of her fights so i'm excited to see where she's going to be able what her ceiling is
1: absolutely and then lightweight co-main event claudio perels Poulez, I think. Poulez, yes. Yeah. He's Peruvian. Mm-hmm, that's right. Knee bar over Quigrida. This is like his like second or third knee bar. Third, third I think. Third, I think yeah. he
4: only has five or six fights in the UFC and three yeah. knee bar finishes. He's the only yeah. one with more than one knee bar finish, I think.
1: It's ridiculous. He is, yeah, six fights in the UFC, five and one. Yeah, that knee bar...
4: So slick. He he snatched that so fast on clay. Is amazing.
1: I mean, two in a row. Yeah. Yeah, Portland, he was so good on the ground too. Like, Clay could like get in these scrambles with him. And, like, Clay was almost caught like in a few, like, arm triangle chokes and stuff at different yeah, times. He
4: was in, a, like, an Oma Plata at one point. Like yeah. Dangerous.
1: Yeah. Like I like Clay a lot, but this guy definitely outclassed Clay, especially on the ground. Yeah. Claudio to me seems like a guy that's going to be very dangerous in the future. You know, he's in a stack. We always say it, it's like the most stacked killer division, that lightweight division. I think he's going to be another guy that's a problem.
4: Yeah. I, I think you're right uh, clay was a good measuring stick to see where his skills are at so i think you're going to see him get a you know ranked opponent like a decently ranked opponent next
1: yeah. And like, you know, the Kid was good too. He would call it out. He was very, you know, he's bilingual. You hear him on a microphone and he was talking about Twitter, verifying him. And I can't remember. Did Elon Musk go on Twitter by then or is that? <laughs> no,
4: no. That's more recent. Yeah. He might have
1: to take that help with him now. Yeah. And then, you know, he would get on with UFC and he has been about, you know, come on, put me on, you know, the broadcast team a little bit here. You know, right, yeah. They're yeah, good for him calling a shot. Main event on (laughs) draws just went out there submitted her really i just i don't want to say that like she wouldn't have been dominant anyway but just this felt like she caught her early yeah what do you think of this this standing arm triangle choke
4: yeah first standing arm triangle in ufc history Uh, obviously nobody called that how the fight was going to end i thought maybe we're going to see a little bit more of a war between the two of them but Andraj was looking good movement wise on her feet she wasn't just stalking forward like she has been known to do she looked a little bit more patient and she actually it was actually she slipped a punch of lemos caught the arm and scooped her you know rock bottom style into that mm-hmm. arm triangle and finished her quick very impressive she showed that you know she's not just a knockout machine
1: no 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 she's got the skills and just listening to her talk to interpreter obviously and stuff too she seems very refocused to claim gold again and i feel like this is a very determined woman and you know rose nomenunas or whoever might have that strawweight title might have to be on the lookout
4: absolutely yeah she's a problem in multiple divisions
1: Let's get to this week's card. I'll go right to the main card. Unless there's anything you want to profile this week. I don't know if anything stuck out to you.
4: No.
1: None of me either. No. Nah. So we'll go right to the main card. Mostly
4: th- main card fight. I think there's yeah. six, six fights on the main card, right?
1: Yes. Christoph Jock, Jocko versus Gerald Mishart. Jocko is 23-5, and five, six KOs, one sub, 16 decisions, 10-5 and five in the USC. One performance of the night. Mirichart, 34-14. 34 and 14, six KOs and 26 subs is the number. 26. Yeah. Two decisions, seven six in the UFC, three fight win streak, all subs, multiple performance of night bonuses, four, in fact. He's had regional titles. I mean, I don't know if these records do Jocko like justice, but. I'm really eyeing that submission stat by Mearshart. In particular, he was the guy that Hazmat basically came up and smoked. 15 and, seconds, yeah. Yeah, caught him. And since then, Mearshart, that's when he's put three in a row together now. And all submission victories. I don't know. I think we're going to get another submission victory. Like, he just seems like he's on a tear right now.
4: Yeah, I think you're right. I just, I don't think Jocko's ground skills are enough to fend off Mearshart. So... I think he's just going to get a hold of him. You know, he might get beat up a little bit trying to get inside, but I think he's just going to get a hold of him, drag him to the ground, get on his back, and choke him out. And yeah, I think I'm, it'll be pretty early, too.
1: I was going to say round two, I was thinking.
4: I think maybe round one you might see him just r- first exchange jump on his back.
1: We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. Big things from here shot we heard it here. <laughs> we got Darren Elkins versus Tristan Connolly. Elkins, this guy's been around forever. 26 and 10, 9 KOs, 5 subs, 12 decisions, 16 and 9 UFC. Performance of the night three times. Tristan Connolly, he's 14 and 7, 4 KOs, 9 subs, one decision, one and one UFC. So he's still fairly new in his career. So there's some key differences right there. Like Elkins has a ton more big fight experience, but not just like that record indicate too. One thing this does not really talk about is how durable elkins is like he the has damage an, damage, right. Is the damage right because all the damage he can absorb and still come back and he's not looking like a weathered fight or anything yet i don't think i think this is the case tristan Connolly, who i've seen fight a couple times and it stuck out to me and i think it's got some potential to be a good one here but i think this is a little too much right now in his career i think elkins is just a more complete fighter and i think it's going to be tough for connelly i, I like elkins i'd say tko maybe it goes a little bit but round three tko
4: yeah i agree with you i think this is a strange matchup but maybe a little bit too much too early but i'm still gonna go with tristan i think in the fights that i've seen him in he's looked he's looked pretty well even in his loss darren is super durable i just assume at some point that's gonna catch up to him right It hasn't yet, so who knows? But I think maybe he's just gonna get outpointed in this fight. I think Tristan's gonna be smart and just outpoint him, not gas out. You know, trying to finish Elkins, which is a mistake a lot of his opponents do.
1: So neither one of us see this going early. I think it's gonna be a late three-round finish for Elkins. You got decision. So we'll see. Jared Gordon versus Grant Dawson. Gordon is eighteen and four. Six KOs, two subs, 10 decisions, six three in UFC. Fighting the night three times, or one time, excuse me. He's also had a couple different regional belts. Grant Dawson, 17 and one, four KOs, 11 subs. Good night for guys that have subs on here. Two decisions, five, oh and one. He's just coming off that draw. Performance of the night twice. I like Dawson here. I think this guy has got a little more potential. They're both good fighters, though. But I just think Dawson, I'll give him a nod. I'll say it's a decision, though.
4: Yeah, I agree. I'm a fan of Jared Gordon for sure. I think that Dawson just goes under the radar. Like you, you mentioned, he has five wins and one majority draw in the UFC he's just flying under the radar a little bit I think that you're gonna see like you said a decision win for Grant Dawson
1: okay and our next fight I'm already looking at because I want to make sure I know one of Andre Touchy Feely versus Joe Anderson Joan Anderson Rito I don't know how you say this.
4: That's what it looks like to me, yeah. It
1: looks like Joan Anderson. <laughs> yeah. All Joan right. Anderson. Uh, All right. Yeah. Joan Anderson, Brito. <laughs> well, Mr. Brito is 12-3-1. He's got five KOs, six subs, two draws. He's 0-1 in the UFC. He's from the Contender Series against Feely. Again, this is an interesting matchup, too, because Andre Feely is 21-8-1, nine KOs, three subs, nine decisions, nine, seven, and one in the UFC. Performance of the night twice. Again, I think this is a big match experience type thing. And I think with Feely, he's a lot better than that record indicates too. I like Feely all day in this. I'll say Feely TKO. I'll even say round one.
4: Well, that's bold. That's a hot take. I'm going to disagree with you. I like Andre Feely, but he is very up and down. I think that the UFC is trying to use him as a showcase because he does have a bit of a name coming out of that alpha male camp. But I think that Joe Anderson is going to get this win. I mean, his loss was to Bill Algio, which is no slouch. So I, I think he's probably going to get this. I'm going to say TKO second round.
1: Wow. Okay. So we're all, uh, we're opposite of this one. All right. We'll see. Uh, maybe I could be discounting Mr. Brito's success here. <laughs> all right. We got co-main event time. Andre Avaloski versus Jake Collier. Collier is 13 and six, five KOs, four subs, four decisions. He's five and five in the UFC against Avaloski. <laughs> is 33 and 20 and 2 17 ko's three subs 13 decisions i believe it's 22 and 14 in ufc he's been in and out a few times arvaloski's a legend though he's a former ufc heavyweight champion interim champ he's had most wins in ufc heavyweight history second most fights in ufc history most total fight time in ufc heavyweight history ridiculous stats here by this guy and I don't feel like he's I feel like he's changed his game now over the years a little bit to Mm -hmm. keep going and I don't think Collier is going to get it done here I say Arvaloski I say it's either a decision or it's a late finish Arvaloski hasn't got a finish in a while but Collier collier has been caught a couple times when you look at his career so i wouldn't be shocked if arlofsky does get a finish here my opinion we'll see what happens but i'd say definitely i'll go with decision andre arlofsky
4: it's funny to know that arlofsky has more losses than collier has fights yeah which i that's just a stat i think is funny because Andre yeah, yeah. still doing the thing even though he you know he has 20 yeah. losses but, but anyway
1: all right. What is that? Um, I just want to look like real quick. Andre's last couple fights, though. He's, like, I
4: think, three fight winning streak. Three fight streak. Yeah. 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 So. so, which is funny because Jake in the UFC has always won one, lost one, won one, lost one. Yes. So he won his last fight. So yep. I'm gonna go with Arlovsky beating him, so that he's going to lose this fight. Like we said, Arlovski's on a winning streak, and Collier is due for a loss now. So I think that he's going to step into something early. Arlovski's on his bike, you know, using his footwork in the early in the first, but I think he's going to catch him with something when he's coming in. So I think Arlovsky first round KO. All
1: right, there you go, first round. Yeah. Wow! All right. Let's, let's see. I was looking up some stats for this next fight, the main event here: Marlo Chita Vera versus Rob Font. Marlo Vera seven eighteen seven and one seven KOs, eight subs. This guy likes to go for finishes here. Two decisions, twelve and six in the UFC. Performance of the night four times, fighting the night twice. He's not. He's been in some bangers. Rob Font nineteen and five eight KOs, four subs, seven decisions, nine and four in the UFC. Performance of the night three times, also regional championships at featherweight as well i always love to throw this stat out there he beat up my former brother-in-law <laughs> like his third fight knocked him out so i always feel connected to this guy a little bit fonts the guy's constantly improving he's coming off that loss to aldo aldo still got it disappointed his career no shame in that Vera got that marquee win a couple fights back against sean o'malley mm-hmm. that was more you know i think you got a like a guy who has some buzz about him right i don't know fonts fighting guys like aldo there's a little bit of a difference there and i'm not saying there's not ready but there is a difference in competition i think marlon
4: fall aldo too but he lost to him as well
1: oh okay i didn't know they had that all right right. well i don't know i just feel like font i just think it's been in bigger fights and based on my memory here and uh i think it's gonna be a good one though i think this is gonna be fireworks i think this could be fighting tonight i'll go font though Tough decision. I'll say they just goes all five.
4: I think this is really going to be a fight about who as many UFC main events are. I think it's going to be about who can implement their game plan. So I assume Vera is going to want to stay at range and kick Font's legs. Cause he'll be the taller fighter and the rangier fighter. If he can do that, You know, keep him at distance. I think he wins. And I think if Font can use his superior footwork and to get inside and use his superior boxing, then I think that Font wins. So I'm having a hard time picking this one. I'm a fan of both guys, but definitely more of a fan of Font. So I'm going to pick with my heart. I'm going to say Font gets it done. I'm going to say third round KO. If he gets inside, I think his hands are fast enough. He's going to clip Cheeto with something.
1: Okay. I think you're onto something with those leg kicks though, too. Like I do think that is going to be Cheeto's game plan. And we'll see what happens. I, like I said, I could see this being a tonight. I think it's going to be a good one. So. If
4: it goes to the ground, too. I mean, Marlon, it's possible that he wants to, even if he like pulls guard or something, I think he has a far superior ground gain. But if Font's smart, he's not going to want any part of that. He's just going to try to implement his boxing. Well,
1: there you have it. What do we got coming up one more time, Chevy?
4: On May 7th, uh, big UFC pay-per-view, 274, Oliveira versus Gaethje for the lightweight belt. May 14th, UFC fight night, Blokovic versus Rakic. And then at the end of the month, May 21st, UFC fight night, Holm versus Vieira. That's a, that's a good fight, too. Looking forward to that one as well.
1: There you go. Some big stuff coming up and we'll be always here to cover it hopefully we have some more stuff coming at you in the future as always thanks for tuning in guys we'll be back next week talking more fights
3: alright so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast so as always you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com follow us on Instagram Working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google Podcasts, spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week